What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the First Team All Pro Podcast, and today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter. It's Super Bowl Sunday. It's uh, the Chiefs and Bucks tonight, so I figured I'd try to get this episode out now, get this out of the way before heading into next week. And uh, we got a little bit to talk about. We're gonna only be we're gonna be focusing on the Matthew Stafford trade that sent him to the Rams, and we'll be focusing on the Nolan Arenado trade in the MLB that sent him to the St. Louis Cardinals. So let's start with the Matthew Stafford trade. The Stafford era in Detroit is over. Uh, <clears throat> uh, let me just let me just talk about this right now. First off. Detroit, in my eyes, and probably in a lot of people's eyes, they completely destroyed him. And what I mean by that is that they just could not get off the ground. Could not get, like, it didn't matter, like, what coach was brought in. Like, they never, it, it seemed to me, at least, Detroit never fully addressed their problems, their actual problems, instead of surrounding you know, Matt Stafford with help over the course of the last decade. So I think that's definitely got to be something to take into consideration. And if you're the Rams, first off, this trade also sent Jared Goff to the Lions, as well as two first-round picks and a third-round pick. So uh, how this trade's going to work out, I'm not entirely sure. I I think long-term-wise, I think Detroit wins it because in the end, they do have the first two first-round picks. Uh, Obviously, they have Jared Goff, who's been pretty nice. So who knows? I mean, I I, I just – it still doesn't make sense to me, like, First, it's not even on the Detroit end of the spectrum. Just the Rams gave up that much just to get Matt Stafford. Now, whether or not they the Rams will be able to do anything next season, that's just, you know, that's in the rearview mirror for now. We'll have to see what happens next season, see how that works out. But uh, it's pretty interesting that... Uh, Again, Matt Stafford, you know, who's played for Detroit for the last 10, 10, 9 or 10 seasons there, is going to be playing in a completely different uniform. Uh, well, it just, again, and this trade just puzzles me. Why the Rams, the Rams basically gave up a king's ransom for Stafford. Now, this could go ahead and backfire on uh, Detroit's end and Matt Stafford could take, you know, the Rams to the promised land, but who's no, who knows? Uh, as for the Lions, they got quite the haul. They got quite the haul, two first round picks, as I mentioned, a third round pick, and of course, Jared Goff. So, so either way, I mean, I guess it was a QB for QB swap. I mean, I, I, I don't know how that's, gonna work. I thought the Rams were pretty were still pretty decent with Jared Goff as the starting cube QB there. So I mean I I guess they decided like, you know, this isn't working. Uh we gotta figure things out. Who knows? But 
uh, either way. Uh, but well, in the end, long term wise, I think it's going to be Detroit that wins this trade. Uh, again, I don't really need to go into too much detail about it again. Uh, they got the first round picks, the two first round picks from the Rams. So who knows what happens? Uh, that is though, they will be high picks if the Rams fall off in the next couple of seasons. If they don't, and they're still good, still make the playoffs, then it, then I'm, then I'm going to say my prediction was off, but for now, I'm going to say Detroit won the long-term game. Uh, but again, we have to let this trade age. And uh, speaking of trades, I've been looking all over ESPN, Bleacher Report, Gridiron, uh, Sports Center, and I've seen things that said uh, uh, Matt Stafford didn't want to could have been traded, or uh, no, Matt Stafford didn't want to be traded to New England. Any so basically saying anywhere but New England, and I think. I think we all know why he didn't want to go to New England, uh, and that's because of Matt Patricia. Because let's let's face that, let's face the facts. I think Patricia was there for like two years as the head coach of the Lions, and they completely fell off. I mean, completely fell off a cliff when he was there. I mean. They 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 were awful, and there's I think Lions fans can attest they were pretty awful with Patricia at the helm, and he was to add on to it he was a he was a de- defensive coordinator, uh, for the Patriots or yeah I believe he was a defensive coordinator yeah, so yeah Patricia was a defensive coordinator for the Patriots. And, you know, he had some success there, but throwing a coordinator into the fire to be a head coach usually doesn't work out half the time. And if you want a prime example of that, look at uh, look at uh, Bill O'Brien, who got fired from the Texans not too long ago. He... Uh, he kind of changed the path, changed the path they were going. Uh, he ended up trading... Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he actually made some very disgusting comments about Hopkins, which ended up leading to that trade. So, uh, again, and then, you know, J.J. Watt, and then, you know, J.J. Watt uh, leading a player revolt against Bill O'Brien, which, you know, ultimately ended up in him getting fired. And, of course, Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston, so... So if you really want a little bit of history about that, go look all that up. Look at everything Bill O'Brien's done with those trades and and even look at their records. And you could tell just having a coordinator as a head coach does not translate. It does not translate to on-field success. And as a result, the Texans are suffering. But the Texans are suffering. All three of their star players are basically going to be gone. I mean, you already have Hopkins that's in Arizona. J.J. JJ Watt uh, wants out now, potentially wants out. Who knows? There are rumors of him potentially parting ways 
with the uh, Texans. And then you got Deshaun Watson who requested a uh, trade. So it really came back and bit Houston. So anyway, with that being said, uh, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, I know you guys want me to probably give my predictions for the Super Bowl, but you know, I, I you know it's tough. It's tough for the predictions because you know on one end of the spectrum, you got Patrick Mahomes, the new generation of quarterback, new generation of quarterbacks, and uh, leading the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs in the town for their second straight Super Bowl appearance. But then on the other end, you got Tom Brady. You got the old generation of quarterbacks in his and you got Tom Brady in his 10th Super Bowl. It's really hard to choose. It's really hard to choose and pick who's going to win. But uh because, you know, it's the Super Bowl, uh I'm going to pick I I'm going to make a prediction. You you just just because you can't count Tom Brady out, I'm going to pick the Buccaneers by seven. Uh, if, again, he, he he Tom Brady does not need any introduction. So I'm going to pick the Buccaneers by seven. Uh, I'm sure this will probably come back to bite me, uh, much like the past few predictions uh, that I made. So, you know, all I, all I really want in the Super Bowl is a good game. That's that's really all I want. Nice, a nice close game. Uh, I I honestly want to see an offensive gun show. I want to see, I want to see touchdowns left and right. I mean, who knows if we'll get it, but it'd be nice to see very close, very close, high scoring game. That's what I'm looking forward to, looking forward to in the Super Bowl. And who knows? Who knows though? You can't count out that uh, Buccaneers defense. That defense has been rock solid for the last couple games in the playoffs, even during the season. So high scoring, who knows? High scoring game, who knows? So, so uh, yeah. Then the next thing on the agenda and probably the last thing on the agenda considering I am cutting the episode a little short for the Super Bowl, is the Nolan is the uh, Nolan Arenado trade. I mean, what ha- I mean, what just happened? It, for any of you that know or don't know, uh, the Colorado Rockies sent their all-star third baseman to the Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals. And th- this is just another trade that puzzles me. Uh, I mean, I mean, for, for a while, it's for a while, at least from what I've been seeing, this, this deal has been long in the making, but, uh, I mean, if you're, if you're the Rockies, like the fact that you have to trade your best player away, like, like I'm just going to put it how it is. The Rockies in my eyes, they're in rebuild mode now. I, they haven't made the playoffs, even with Arenado, uh, for the last couple of seasons. I think with the exception of, like, one. <clears throat> but, and it seemed, you know, you know, there were rumors of tension in the dugout, tension amongst the team. And 
I guess Arenado was unhappy, at least from what I've been seeing uh, all across, you know, Sports Center, MLB, you know, and all of that. But the Cardinals got themselves one hell of a player. And let's face it, the Cardinals fleeced the Rockies hands down. Like, And I don't need to be pointing out the obvious, but I'm going to do it right now. Fleece them. Absolutely fleece them. And if you don't know who Nolan Arenado is, let me, uh, you know, let me uh, show you uh, or tell you his uh, resume that he has in the league. Career. Let's look at his career highlights and awards. Five-time All-Star from 2015 to 2019. Eight-time Gold Glove Award winner, 2013 to 2020. Four-time Silver Slugger Award winner, 2015 to 2018. Four-time Platinum Glove Award winner, 2017 to 2020. Three-time NL Home Run Leader, 2015, 2016, and 2018. And two-time NL RBI Leader, 2015 and 2016. I mean, that's already a pretty legendary resume if you ask me. And the Rockies getting rid of him. They're really going to regret that. Uh, but, you know, he's just one hell of a player, and it, it sucks because though I thought those years when Colorado was coming back, they were on the rise, becoming a playoff team again. I thought they were going to make some dam- – I thought they were going to do some damage, uh, and it just completely flamed out on them completely flamed out on the Rockies. And if you're a Cardinals fan right now, you're jumping for joy. And I don't blame you whatsoever. You guys got an absolute stud of a player. And to be honest, the Cardinals, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people say, you know, a lot of people have said the Cardinals, you know, they're not, they're done making the playoffs. They're not winning another World Series, so on and so forth. I don't know. I mean, with Arenado now into the mix, uh, I think there's a real possibility for St. Louis to really do some damage in, you know, if they make the playoffs uh, this upcoming season and in the next couple of seasons. They've already got a pretty, pretty nice lineup. So, uh, again, who knows? But the bottom line is this the Rockies are done. After that trade, they're done. And they're basically starting from scratch again. And frankly, they're going to need to rebuild because uh, even if they do add some depth pieces this season, uh, it's going to be a long, long season for them. At least that's what I think. But who knows? Who knows? I could be completely wrong and they can make the playoffs out of the blue again. So... Uh, either way, Cardinals won the trade by a landslide, absolute landslide. And with that said, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for baseball season now that you know that trade went down. Now I'm really excited for baseball season. Uh, anyway, uh, you know what? Oh, let's go to the let's talk about the recently released uh nfl uh pro football hall of fame class because 
that recently happened. The uh, that recently happened. The uh, list of candidates of well, not even candidates. They've all basically been elected now. Uh, but here we go. Let me find it. Let's see. Ah, yes. So let me talk about the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of twenty twenty one. Let's let's talk about this. And anyone who's paid attention to, there were a few key, a few players in there that I recognize. Of course, a few that I didn't, but still, uh, that had Hall of Fame resumes. Peyton Manning. There was never any doubt that he wasn't getting into the Hall of Fame. Uh, there were there wasn't any doubt that he was getting into the Hall of Fame. I mean. I mean, look at it. Peyton Manning, he's got a resume. Two-time Super Bowl champion. He's won one with the Colts and one with the Broncos. I mean, like really? I mean, we 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 all kind of figured. I mean, I'm sure everyone kind of figured that Peyton Manning was getting into the Hall of Fame. And then the next one, which excited me a lot, Calvin Johnson, a.k.a. Megatron, he's heading to the Hall of Fame. It it just sucks that he didn't play a few more years in the league, but we all knew, especially during those games he's played, uh, how legendary of a talent he was, how how much of a generational talent he was. I mean, it it was... uh, I kind of, I saw it coming. I saw it coming that he was getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. It was just a matter of when. And it's funny because he played for the Detroit Lions, who, as I mentioned before, they sent Matthew Stafford away and kind of, kind of, kind of ruined his career. And and ironic now, Calvin Johnson is in the Hall of Fame, and he's played, I think, only like. I think he only played like eight or nine, maybe 10 seasons, all of them with Detroit. And much like Stafford, he didn't have any help around him. To, he didn't have any help around him. He was doing all the work. So anyway, to the rest of the Hall of Fame class, Charles Woodson, uh, John Lynch, Bill Nunn, Alan Fineca, and Drew Pearson and Tom Flores. And that wraps up the Hall of Fame class uh, for 2021. I'm pretty excited to see who the class of 2022 is going to be or hear what the class of 2022 is going to be. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that basically wraps it up. Super Bowl's on in about, oh, I don't know, like 20, 20 or so minutes. So I hope you guys are all watching the game and I will catch you on, I will catch you in the next episode. Peace.